Thanks for joining us. Hey, hey, hey. It's Cryptoholics. Uh, we, had, we had some great vibes going on. Uh, how's everybody doing? Um, joining the spaces now. Silver Saber, do I see you? I do not. Uh, if you're on camera, turn it off, please, just for bandwidth's sake. Um, and if you're not muted, please mute. Um, and we are uh, working on getting started here. Sorry about that. Okay. All right. So it's good to go. And there's that fucking echo. There we go. All right. If anybody's in Twitter, uh, let me know how it sounds. Uh, I think we're sounds... good now. Yeah, I'm not getting any echo. Uh, I don't... No echo? No echo. Um, all right, cool. And We'll uh, stop fumbling around now. Yes. And I was actually going, going to ask you um, something. Oh, yeah. Uh... It really does no, make sense because what? Am I muted? Yeah, you're muted in Twitter. Sorry. Yes. No, I am not. You're good. I, I think we're never going to get past this uh, production <laughs> mistakes, and we're only like two or three. Uh, like, remember when we used to do the uh, Zoom, and then we tried Discord, yeah. Twitch, and Spaces at the same time, and it was such a catastrophe. Yeah, that was just uh, that was just not a not a good setup. So this is much better. We'll eventually get good at it. Or it's fine. Uh, at least we're if we're entertaining enough, no one will care if we get good at it or not. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the real issue uh, because I I'm not saying that I'm not fun when I'm not drinking, but uh, I think I'm funnier when I'm drinking. But I'm not drinking today because. I need to work after the show. I still haven't finished a lot of stuff that I need to finish. And that actually, um, that's a good topic to start. And I wanted to ask you, how do you feel? Like, since the pandemic started and all of the, like, let's not get political too soon into the show. But since the pandemic started, uh, people started to work from home and they started to to change their way of life and these uh, with this came a change in habits and a change in how people interacted with each other within the household and outside of it people didn't really need to go out anymore um, so now you have like a hybrid type of job right how do you manage yeah. to to have some balance and to actually stop working at some point and to say, okay, it's 8 p.m., I'm going to stop now. I like you, you don't really want to get flooded with work and to dedicate too much. But at the same time, it's hard not to because the office is like right there next to your bed or, or next to your room or something like that. So, how do you it's manage that? It's very hard. It's very hard. I mean, I, my, my normie job is, is hybrid. Um, and I, I can kind of pick and choose where and, and when I work, um, with, with some, some parameters, but it's hard to balance when you're working from home. You know, of course I do that. I do the tech support stuff and I do a, a number of other things at the same time. So 
I have a really bad issue where I will work for like 12 hours straight and not even realize it. And then I'll be like, oh, fuck, I didn't eat today. Uh, which is what I did today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked for like 12 hours straight and I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't eat anything. Let me have a beer now out of my official Cryptoholics koozie, which are available now. You should get one. <laughs> I'm getting good at this advertising shit, man. <laughs> Dude, it's, it, it hasn't even been five minutes and you're already trying to so shut to our audience. Uh, I can't help it. Uh, it's just so good. They're great koozies. They keep your beer extra cold. 100% recommend. They're available on Hive List. Uh, but yeah, I, I struggle with it for sure. But I, I think the best thing that I do is at some point I will just walk away from the desk and just, you know, not look at anything for a minute. But then by then, my phone is, um, you know, I've got like 50 notifications. And I'm like, oh, fuck, now i got to look at another screen. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you balance it? You're, you're uh, 100% remote, I think. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> There we go. Yeah. I don't either, <laughs> is what I was saying that's that's the main issue and um like it is it, mm, let me organize my thoughts but it is pretty hard because uh i'm getting some echo um on twitter you, you gotta put oh, headphones okay. to the cell phone you know what i have a headphone in um i think it is my pc audio oh Okay, yeah. Makes uh, sense. Oh, yeah, you have to mute Discord. You have to yeah, mute, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what about now? Give me, a, give me a sound check. How is, how is that? Hey, 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 no echo at all. No echo? No. Great. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing. I don't, I don't have a balance. I, um, like, for example, you, do you remember that we used to have this chain chatter uh, show every couple of weeks with uh, Cal, with a couple of other founders uh, from other dApps uh, outside of the Hive ecosystem? Uh, that show might might come back, by the way, but that's not the point. I'm rambling. Um, yeah. when, when we used to listen to all of these founders uh, talk about their own... Um, their own habits and their own routines and how do you manage to have balance and how do you manage to like be, to be a founder you have to work like 16 hours right and you have to to have your goals very aligned and you have to have a lot of focus right so i remember that they call me dan said something very like that really stuck with me he said something about yes you need balance but at the same time you cannot get your eyes off the target and people around you need to know that people around you need to support yeah. you and they need to know that what you're doing right now will benefit all of those around you and yourself in the future. So, uh, and he said something about, yes, I spend time with my family, but my family knows that from this time for, to this time or these days, I won't have time for anything else other than work. And I kind of wanted to emulate that, but I realized that 
uh, I took it too close to the heart. Is that how you say it? And then sure. yeah. I started to write on Hive, uh, do some freelancing, uh, got another job, uh, the Leo Finance job. And then it all started to become like 22-7 work and then the other two hours family. And then uh, I used to sleep like every now and then. And then like I took it too hardcore. And then I decided yeah. to stop. I haven't posted in like I have posted like three posts in 21 days or maybe even more. And I just realized that I'm, I am a short sprint kind of person. So it's like you say, you work 12 hours straight and then you might take like 10 hours or maybe a couple of days or whatever. But I work better when I'm, I'm focused and when nobody is distracting me and when, I'm, when I can do some short bursts of, of hardcore work. But that's also not easy to do when you're working from home yeah. and you're just like literally next door, you have the biggest distractions uh in your life so yeah it is hard i i don't have a balance man i don't either one day we'll figure it out or maybe not we'll just you know uh <laughs> 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 like tech task just uh commented in the in the thread cast and said uh this is from the guy who told me to shit outside and this is it's funny as fuck because earlier today i don't remember what he said but i was like just go shit outside <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm sorry that, that just that got me <laughs> i told him to just go shit outside it's more efficient or something like that i don't even remember what the uh what the context was but yeah, yeah. Dude, at one point i was even thinking that okay so <laughs> i'm not gonna drink water so i don't have to go to the to the bathroom so i mm. can just stay mm. focused because the problem i have like the main problem i have is is, is that if i am focused I am efficient and effective and uh, proficient and whatever other shunt that, that you want to say. Like, I'm very good at it. But the, the minute that you distract me, yeah. in order to get back in that mindset and to get back in that oh, yeah, traction, is hard as fuck. Yep. It is. <clears throat> That's why, like I said, I, I work in... It's bursts. Maybe it'll be five hours. Maybe it'll be four hours. Sometimes only an hour. Like, sometimes I'll sit down to start working and just stare at the fucking screen. Yeah. And just can't, I just can't do it. Like, it's some kind of, it's kind of like writer's block, but not. So, at that point, that's when I just, like, I'll shut my I'll shut my computer and go outside and just touch grass a little bit. And uh yeah, I need to do that. I, I haven't done much of that in the past like couple weeks. I've been grinding these uh grinding these quests on Zeely. Yeah. Dude the quests are They're hardcore. Great. Yeah. They're I... hardcore. They're not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. Yeah. And I, I have, well, uh, I have a couple of the ideas that I want to discuss with you, not live, of course. Uh, of course. Because we don't want to spill the beans. But I think I, I came up with a great set of quests for the last uh, 10 days, which are going to mm. 
revolutionize the way Zilli is being looked at. And we've already revolutionized a little bit about uh, campaigns on Zilli, but I think this can work and this can take us to the next level. You know what's what's funny about that is we just got done talking about uh, stepping away from the computer and touching grass every now and then. <laughs> and now I know that the last 10 days of this shit are going to be me not sleeping, not eating, and trying to drink less water so I don't go piss, and shitting outside like that. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to be as, as time-consuming, but they are going to require uh, more skills, if you may. Sure. Well, I don't have a whole lot of those. So, uh, whoever's in in thirtieth place or whatever, you you might get the best of me because I lack a lot of skills. I'm a I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none, and that is so fucking true. This this comes from the guy who started a project uh, that it's working at that has a use case uh, without uh, like it's your first project and it's already doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah, um, which I, I don't know. Maybe the people that are listening know about my project, GM Friends. But if you don't and you're on Leo Finance, you've probably seen the hashtag GM Friends trending. It's always trending because uh, you can mine tokens on the Wax blockchain just by using the tag. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more to it, but yeah, that, that's how you can get started earning some some more tokens on top of what you're already earning by by tweeting, essentially, uh, threading. Uh, you know, you're micro earning as you're as you're threading. People are voting. If you're in our thread cast, I'm voting um, on a lot of the threads. And there we go. It finally caught up. Uh, yeah, I'm finally catching up. Sorry, guys. The thread cast would not load for me for a second, but it, it's catching up now. So. I'll be voting on some of those. But yeah, if you use that tag once a day, you earn 6.9 GM tokens, which are on the Wax blockchain. So right there, you're already doing some cross-blockchain shit if you don't even know what that means. Yeah. And I was just thinking, now that you mentioned microblogging, uh, wait, do you mention, like, do, do you pronounce it microblogging or microblogging? Micro. Micro. Okay. Micro. Yeah. So you just mentioned microblogging, and I was just thinking today. Um, so you see a lot of people that get $10, $15, $25 on their long-form posts. But in general, people who write on Hive, people get like 10 to $0.80 cents per post. Those who get yep. more than uh, $1 are the fewest. Uh, it's hard. You have to build an audience. You have to build a following base, you have to write about cool, cool shit. You have to be a good writer. You have to be a good photographer. Like in order to make money creating content, you have to be a great content creator. Uh, I mean, that's no news. In fact, in Hive, it's easier to make money uh, by creating content compared to other uh, web to social media platforms. But still, even if it's easier on Hive to make money from content, 99% uh, of the people do not earn anything from their content. But on threads, and that's, that's, that's the realization I had today, I don't think I haven't seen 
a good thread storm or a good thread with a lot of replies with zero cents. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I've been making some long form content uh, mainly for Zilli, but uh, aside from that, like my long form content gets like maybe one comment, maybe two. If I'm really fucking lucky, I'll get like four comments and one of them will be a person and the other three are, are bots. So over on threads, though, I can send a thread about shitting outside <laughs> and I've got like 69 comments. <laughs> yeah it's amazing exactly and that's the thing we might be like people are still too focused in long-form content to a point where they think like for example take take me for example i am one of the luckiest guys on hive i make a post i know it's going to make at least 20 dollars uh like i have that guaranteed i, I mean granted i've been on hive for six years i created more than 1,500 blog posts. I built a follower base. I have 13,000 followers, blah, blah, blah. What, like whatever you want to, to add to my favor. But, but people are still fixed with the only way I can make money on Hive is through long form content. And the moment that they come to threads and they realize, shit, I just spent 30 minutes threading around and I got the same as if I uh, made a long form post where I spent two hours researching, taking the pictures, uh, formatting the post, commenting, blah, blah, blah. Like it's so much easier to make like for, for those authors and content creators who make 40 cents per post on Hive, it's so much easier to make those 40 cents on threads. Yeah, very true. And it's, it's not, it's not about the money, but it, you know, at the end of the day, you can send a few threads here and there throughout the day. And by the time you start replying to people and shit like that, you've, you've done like 100 threads and maybe half of them get a two cent upvote and you, you've earned a, uh, 50 cents there. So, you know, I, I did I did really bad math there. Uh, <laughs> somebody somebody fixed that for me. I, that, that was really bad. I think it was close to it. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> Don't quote me on my math. Everything is sixty-nine. So, so, so you make. <laughs> As I was saying, and I realized how wrong it was. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. The moment that people realize that, uh, just as as you say, they make a thousand threads. Half of them get uh, one cent, so they just made it two dollars, right? Or, or I mean, going by your math. But yeah, going by my math. Uh, I mean, it's more than enough. <laughs> like it, yeah. it's more than enough. And the fun that you have, and the connections <laughs> that you make, and the sort of interactions that you have are way more organic than sitting on your PC or your cell phone, reading a shit long post, uh, understanding the topic, thinking your reply, writing your para like your three paragraphs reply, just to connect with someone. Uh, I mean, I, I am a big proponent of, of long-form content. I don't think it should never go away, but yeah, of course, but at the same time, I mean, dude, the, the generations below us, they, they cannot watch a video for longer than six seconds and they already want the, yep. the next one. So, so long-form content is never going to take hype to the next level. It, it will never do it. 
and I can yeah. I can bet my left ball uh, that it never will. So I wrote about this earlier today, uh, in one of my long form posts. That's not going to get any comments, but I did write about this earlier today uh, about how you know there there's probably a lot of OG Hive people. They're like, "What the fuck is this? Where's the where's the thousand word posts? Where's the you know why are people getting votes on comments and blah blah blah?" But those are the people that don't understand that things have to change in order to grow and evolve you know the 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 way we interact with the hive blockchain has got to change in order for us to grow and that's what's happening we're seeing people that have never done anything on hive ever hop on threads and you know they start interacting with other people and before you know it they've got 10 followers and you know they're threading every day with their twitter login you know so yeah they may never touch the long form but it's there if they want to and with this new update i mean it's no longer hidden in my opinion it's like you know it was in the explore page for long form on leo finance but now it's uh called articles which is small but it makes a huge difference yeah there's no way people are gonna say oh I didn't even know there was there was long form posting here. I mean, it's yep. pretty obvious. And um, yeah, I mean, once once, uh, and this is your just the the bones of the infra. Like in a few yep. months, we're going to see a lot of more updates, a lot of more, a lot more features, and it already I works just fine. NFTs, man. I just want some NFTs, man. Yeah, that those Come those, on. those are really like if 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 uh, non Leo Finance users do not come to uh, Leo Finance just for the NFTs, like they don't even have to do anything else, but just for the NFTs, then there's something really wrong with with the mindset of of the hype community, and I, I and you can quote me on that. I don't care. There's, come, at, uh, come at me. Yeah. Come at, come at us, bro. Come at us on threads. I, I said I would give away an NFT that you can stake on Wax to mine GM tokens if we got 69 comments, and we did. So drop your Wax address if you have one in the threadcast there. We've blown out the 69 number. Um, whoever's number 70 gets banned for life. But <laughs> everybody else, everybody else, drop your, your Wax wallet in the, in the threadcast there, and somebody's going to win an NFT. And if you don't know how to stake it and stuff, um, it, just hit me up. You can just tag me on threads. I'm in there. Or here on Discord, but Discord's lame. <clears throat> so we have when live streaming video on threads. When? That that would be awesome. I mean, you you yeah. you could even uh, like you don't even need to store the video because you can just upload it to Three Speak later. Like after the live show is over like just click a button and then it gets uploaded to three speak so you don't even need servers to store the videos on threads Man. you just need game changer exactly and you just need the infrastructure to to be able to broadcast soon 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 so um but i mean enough of well, five right enough of leo yeah I was about to say, we, we've been shilling Hive forever now. We've been shilling Leo. Let's talk about some fun stuff. 
we we often talk about scams and rug pulls and shit and i found one earlier that i was like holy shit this might be the biggest one (laughs) i gotta get in on this so i can take some losses money here (laughs) uh (laughs) for anybody that's that wants to lose some money uh take these next few minutes and and you'll accomplish that but only in minecraft we don't we don't do financial advice we don't do any of that nonsense this is minecraft only in skyrim uh, we're, we're we're gamer we're gamers yeah we only do this in skyrim the rpg um but there's a there's a project called uh talk what's it called i can't think of it off the top of my head yeah um <clears throat> fintalk um fintalk don't know anything about it, what it does, or any of that. But I saw that Zach XBT, which is a, he's like a blockchain sleuth. He like investigates uh, crypto scams and rug pulls and shit. Like Coffeezilla. Uh, uh, kind of like Coffeezilla, but he does it on Twitter, and it's not, you know, it's not video. It's just like more text. He he'll, like post the transactions and like do all his research and shit. Um, but. He discovered, well, he, he thinks that uh, it's highly likely that the Fintalk uh, project has rug pulled for th- 31.6 million USDC, USDT, sorry, um, and dumped everything. And yeah, it, that's one of the biggest ones I've seen lately. Um if you look at the the link I shared there, if anybody else wants to see it, I'll throw it in the chat here. But um, <laughs> the team page has a has an actor on it, like a paid actor, uh, Bobby Lambert as the CEO. He's obviously a fake person. Bobby um, Lambert, I think I recognize yeah. that name from a show. Yeah, yeah. So he's supposedly their CEO, and you know you can look at the transactions there where all the money went and. You know, that kind of shit. But again, like we say on every one of these shows, uh, these these scams are going to get smarter and smarter. And at some point, you might fall into one. That's the nature of the game. Um, because at some point, you're not going to be able to tell uh, as AI and shit gets better and better and people start tapping into those tools for scamming people, you're really not going to be able to tell what's what's legit and what's not. Yeah, it's all going to be about... Um, and this is something I've been thinking about for a couple of days now. It's, go- it, it's only going to be about vouching for other projects. So uh, at one point... If a trustworthy project is not vouching for a startup or a new project or a new company, that crypto company will never get traction. I mean, it probably will because crypto is full of morons. We are two of them. But well, (laughs) like, like, for example, if you want to start something like GM Friends, if, if you like if this was 2030 or something. Uh, yeah. GM friends would need to be vouched by Leo Finance or by Three Speak or by by someone who knows you personally and that knows that you are not there for the rug or for the scam. Because, as you say, once the AI is good enough to have a working product to actually launch something and to have something that works 
but the founder is not there for the tech or for the people or for the revolution or whatever. It's just there for the money. And the moment they get $10 million in their second ICO or whatever, they will rug. Then it's all going to be about vouching and about uh, establishing out to the public that the ex crypto company is trusted by other crypto companies. I mean, that's that's one way I see it evolving at some point. Yeah, and then uh, we talked about this on, I think it was the last episode, but there's these these serial fucking scammers that, that create tokens and projects and shit, and they, they create a coin, they hype it up, they buy it from themselves, they dump on everybody, and, you know, they do like 100 tokens a month, so... Be wary of what you uh, throw money at. Um, word of advice. And even if you do research it, sometimes, well, <laughs> sometimes you get shat on anyway. So, yeah, I only mean, in Minecraft. Did you see that BitBoy? And for those who don't know who BitBoy is, he's probably the biggest Twitter celebrity or influencer or whatever you want to call that guy. Uh, yeah. He's probably <clears throat> the biggest one on Twitter. And King of crypto uh, shill. Exactly. Like he just became a very well followed person. I have no idea why, because he's a moron. But um, and and apparently, and I have no proofs, but also I have no doubt. How how's that that phrase? I have zero doubts. I have yep. zero proof. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Zero proof, but also zero doubt. He paid yep. one thousand. Ethereum uh, to a developer to make his own shitcoin so he could shill it and then rug all of his followers. I don't know what that story is right now. I don't know if he, he already rugged everyone or he uh, had to backtrack because uh, people found out about it. But I mean, people I mean, are paying a thousand Ethereum for that. You're talking about this the, the guy that charges, what, two grand for its wheat? 40k for a youtube video like his price sheet and pitch deck got leaked on twitter i don't know if you saw this but i think i shared it uh, a time or two in a post uh talking about rug pulls and shit uh, it's been quite some time but yeah no surprise at all uh bitboy is uh literally just a fucking walking advertisement with a couple million followers and what he says his followers are going to do, unfortunately. So he has the power to do pump and dumps and shit. Uh, yeah. That's the unfortunate part of it. And yeah. I don't know, but I think that's on us. You know, we keep making stupid people famous. <laughs> we keep, uh, yeah, we keep making fucking idiots famous. Uh, don't buy shit that guy talks about ever. Word of advice, uh, if you follow any influencers on YouTube or what the fuck ever, don't buy anything they ever say to buy. Yeah. Because by the time they're telling you to buy it, they've already gotten their bag and they're ready to dump on you when you do buy it. That's exactly. the nature of it. Or they've already dumped their bags by the time you've even heard about it. And, uh, you know, that's the nature of the game. Without some kind of actual regulation in place that makes sense, that's going to continue to be the game. I mean, 
According to the former CFTC commissioner in the U.S., the Commodities Future Trading Commission, uh, that deems things commodities or not, says that ETH from Ethereum, you know, the ETH token, can be both a security and a commodity. Tell me how the fuck that works. <laughs> Tell me how the fuck that works, please. Someone explain. Yeah, because I mean, if if people don't know what a commodity is or or what a security is, we're not going to tell you. This is your new topic to research and write a post about that on Leo Finance because Leo Finance is for everyone yeah. who wants to learn about anything money related. So, yep. Go Sorry. to Leo Glossary, learn some new terms. You'll find it in there. You'll find CFTC in there. I know that because I linked to it in my in one of my recent posts. So. You'll find about commodities and all that shit. It's kind of like a financial hub. So, yeah. I mean, there's no clear kind of regulation. There's no clear anything. And it's driving fucking business out of the U.S., which, you know, I live here, but fuck the U.S. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I live here, but it doesn't mean I like it. I don't like half the shit they do, so... Yeah, how can something be both a piece of property and an investment vehicle? Uh, I guess that was a really bad example. I guess there can be things like that. But in terms of crypto, it's going to be a piece of property or it's going to be something that guarantees you an income down the line. Exactly. It, it can't really be both, it, it, you know, for tax purposes at least. So... Dumb as fuck, and uh, the dude, <laughs> Gary Gensler, that is slash was, don't know. He was uh, in charge of all that shit, and uh, I know a lot of the, the people on that hearing uh, recently were eviscerating this dude. So hopefully he's not the, the guy that's making all the decisions anymore. But he probably is. There's just a bunch of fucking boomers. They'll never, like, the only time they're ever going to leave office is if they fucking die. And that's kind of, you know, and that, that I'm going to stop change. ranting about politics now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that that may like that, that may very well change in the future when uh, they are able to move their brains to a uh, machine. That's when yeah. it will have them forever. We're fucking doomed. Dude, did you see that Germany is in a recession right now? I mean, uh, I did not. But uh, b before we get to that, uh, I want to, because I know some people are up super late, I wanted to go ahead and drop the key, the magic word, because I know there's some people waiting for it. Oh, yes. If you're waiting on the magic word, the magic word for Zeely is Diablo, um, because in about a week and a half, your boy is going to be playing Diablo uh, 4 for like a, a, an obscene amount of time. So... Yeah, it's Diablo. <laughs> Continue, sir. <laughs> yeah, nah. no, I'm just Sorry. Gonna say, I was just going to say that uh, according to like the legit or the official um, numbers, whenever you have two quarters uh, without growth, uh, then you are in a recession, right? Or at least that's mm, in theory. Yeah. Um, sure. But Germany is now officially in a, in, a, in a recession, 
because they, if I read correctly, this is their third quarter that they are going to be um, in negative numbers. And uh, the UK, which was supposed to fall in a recession before Germany, is now thriving, which makes zero sense to me. But then again, I'm not a, an economist. Uh, the part of Germany, it kind of makes sense because they are in such a bad place with Russia and they have been uh, carrying on their back the whole uh, European Union for like 20 years. So it kind of makes sense that they would, they would be the first ones to fall. But uh, I'm still waiting for the Mexican recession, man. I need the peso to go down so my dollars are worth more. <laughs> yeah uh yeah I, I think we're we're i think everyone's heading in that fucking direction we're we're at a weird time where everybody's currencies are getting fucked with and uh i'm just happy to be on the side of it in minecraft that i'm set up to not get fucked by that you know at least for the most part yeah when when all collapses and when all currencies collapse or whatever this is like tin foil hat if you have some aluminum foil nearby go ahead and put one on because when you know world coin comes or you know the new world order or whatever the fuck happens like the people that are interacting with blockchain and and have crypto wallets and have been you know acquiring assets and stuff like that like digital assets they're gonna be better off than some smooth-brained fuck that doesn't want to touch crypto and shit like that because they don't understand it or they're scared of it or whatever so yeah i mean whenever that time comes We'll be all right. Exactly. And for those who, for the uninitiated, a lot of people think that whenever Bitcoin goes up, it's because Bitcoin is appreciating or Bitcoin is growing in value. But a lot mm. of the times that Bitcoin goes up, it doesn't mean that Bitcoin is getting more value. It may also mean that the dollar is losing value or purchasing power. So it's not a one-way street. If Bitcoin hits up $100,000, it might not mean that Bitcoin is worth more. It might just mean that the dollar is worth less than yep. what it's worth right now. So what Phil is saying right now uh, that in Skyrim, um, if, if there is a recession, it doesn't mean that Bitcoin is going to go to the moon. It means that fiat currencies are going to go to the shithole and then yeah. uh, crypto is going to be valued at a higher amount of fiat but just because the fiat uh, currencies went to the drain hole so that's that's i mean there, there might be a little bit of both there, there there's a mix there always but yeah if you're in crypto you're in good hands yeah oh well you you might be we can't say you are because we're on Apple Podcasts now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that just happened earlier today. So we're on Apple Podcasts. If you fucking use Apple stuff for some reason, you can go listen to the podcast on there if you want. But 
the one the one that's that's real is uh spotify or three speak if you want to throw some votes yeah oh <laughs> and that reminded me that uh sirs uh for those who are watching uh not live uh we'll be back in 10 seconds we uh please listen to the to the ad uh then you can just tell us to go fuck ourselves for having ads but this is your fault <laughs> you should be voting us uh on three speak on hive on leo finance if you did we wouldn't need to have ads so yep so uh these next 10 seconds are your fault so uh we'll have an ad there for the um for the live for the uh recording on spotify yeah so <laughs> there we with go. that being said <laughs> With that being said, that this past uh, yeah, and like Forex Broker said, he already said it. Go fuck ourselves. Thank you, <laughs> um, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> it, it, it just this past uh, what was it? Um, just this past Monday, I, I think uh, I don't know the date specifically. I think it was Monday. Was Bitcoin Pizza Day? Oh yeah. And uh, I had some pizza. Did you have some pizza? I I think I had on Sunday, but Bitcoin Pizza Day was on was on Monday, right? But I I didn't even remember, and I didn't even I was just a fat fuck who wanted pizza. And... Yeah, I mean, me too, and it just happened to be that day. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, went to the the local spot. Uh, friend of friend of mine is the as the bartender, and they have some amazing fucking pizza, and. Um, can you come again with the magic word? Uh, yeah, the magic word is Diablo, like El Diablo in Spanish. Like, uh, what does that mean? The devil? Yeah, the devil. Uh, D-I-A-B-L-O. Diablo. El there you go. Diablo. El Diablo. Um, but yeah, I was uh, just being a fat fuck. I went to have a beer and uh, my friend was like, I got to empty out all the kegs. Do you want some free beer? And I was like, hell yeah. I need some pizza to go with it, though. And then I found out as I was eating pizza that it was Bitcoin Pizza Day. So uh, people that don't know what that is, uh, 13 years ago, one of the first like actual in-person Bitcoin transactions happened. Uh, and... This guy bought two Papa John's pizzas for 10,000 Bitcoin. <laughs> Which, as you can imagine, is, a, is quite a large sum of money. What's that, uh, like 200, uh, $260 million right now? Something like that. I don't know right now at current prices, probably somewhere around $100 million. I don't know. Somebody... Uh, Going somebody, by somebody your math, it's like at least $2 million. <laughs> Go ahead and buy my shit fucking math from earlier. <laughs> we can estimate that it's $69 million worth of pizza. At the very least. Uh, at the very least. Yep. And anyway, he got these two pizzas and some some guy, some lucky fuck, uh, offered to swap him these pizzas for some, some magic internet money. And, well, 10,000 Bitcoin is a lot of money. Like, uh, are you sure, like... Has has there been any confirmation that this happened, or is this just an urban legend to increase the marketing, uh, like just like Mother's Day that companies use to sell more mothers? Like, do you think that 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 uh, Bitcoin Pizza Day is just a marketing ploy? I gotta go get my aluminum foil. Hold on, 
for for my new hat. But no, I I do think it actually happened. Like there's been updates from the guy I can't remember his name uh, that that did it, and he's been interviewed or at least talked to a couple times, uh, and it's documented on the Bitcoin Talk forums and shit. Okay. Uh, is he rich now see. or is he a normal person? I think he's a normal dude, or or maybe he was rich already, and you know something like that. I, I don't know. But the guy that delivered the pizza confirmed it. And is he a rich guy, or did he uh, no. spend it in weed and 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 stuff? Yeah, he probably used it to buy weed and you know psychedelics on the black market and stuff like that. Because that's what um, Bitcoin is used for, right? Yeah, that's the only thing Bitcoin gets used for is to buy drugs, right? Yeah. And do criminal yeah. activity. And to hire uh, killers. Yeah, to hire hitmen. We're just a bunch of fucking degenerate criminals out here using this amazing technology to do just the most fucking absurd shit you can imagine. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, people think I'm, I'm live streaming from Mexico, but in reality I'm using a VPN over an onion server over another vpn uh and then thor and then and then yeah like people will never know where i am because i don't want them to know where i am yeah really he's just in the u.s the whole time he's been in the u.s uh <laughs> yeah the forex broker dropped a link uh the bitcoin pizza would be worth uh, 268 million right now well as of a few days ago Holy shit. Yeah. So you were right. It was at least 69 million. My math wasn't that bad. See? Yeah. I know what the fuck I'm talking about a handful <laughs> of the time. <laughs> hey, I, I do I want like... to know, what are you going to do with, uh, with the Zilli campaign when you are playing Diablo? But can you explain to people what Diablo is? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that 80% of those who are listening to us uh, we are more than three people now, so that's great. We are like 17. Yeah. Great. Yeah, there, there's at least a couple people in here. I mean, I know there, I know for a fact there's like 15 people in the Discord and at least a couple on Twitter. So, yeah, uh, Diablo is a game, and it's, it's a series that I've been playing since I was a child. Um, and the fourth... Uh, game in that series comes out in it's been 10 like, days what, 20 years it's been 11 years since the last game came out can you still see my video i don't no. know if it's showing you've no. been frozen okay. for like 10 minutes but i didn't want to kill your vibes fantastic well it's fine vibe is not killed i can adapt i can overcome adapt overcome <laughs> survive yeah improvise adapt overcome why it died? Dude, I don't know. I was so off. <laughs> what uh, what did fine. I say? Uh, adapt, survive, punish. <laughs> adapt, survive, punish. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Or uh, you're you're just gonna observe the uh, the bar there for a minute because my video for some reason just died. I gotta get a new webcam. Buy some koozies so I can get a new webcam. Uh, huh. but Diablo is a series of games. They're like super dungeon crawler, like grindy games. Uh, I've been playing them since I was a kid, and Diablo Four comes out very soon. 
It's been 11 years in the making, and I've been patiently waiting. Well, impatiently waiting for 11 years for this fucking game. And it is phenomenal. There have been two uh, beta test uh, time frames which lasted like 72 hours or 48 hours each. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Uh, it was incredible. So it kind of ruined other games for me, though. Is it like a, like an RPG, like a role-playing game, or is it like a, an MMO? Or how how's the gameplay? Or is it like Dark Souls? Like I have no idea how this new Diablo is. So um, I don't know anything about Dark Souls, but um... like Zelda, like the Legend of Zelda, like that kind of gameplay. Uh, I kind of sort of it's very dungeon crawler though like you're you know you're it's an mmo game uh i wouldn't necessarily call it call it an rpg i guess you could um but you pick a warrior barbarian uh you know like a sorcerer a rogue a necromancer you pick a class and you um save the fucking world from demons and shit it's pretty incredible but the lore is so good i don't want to get too far into it but um yeah, that that's why the key word is Diablo because I'm gonna be losing uh, many hours of sleep and work to this game. So are, that means, yeah, people are going to be able to overtake you on Zilli. The Zilli campaign ends on the fifth of June, yeah. On the tenth. Tenth of June. Holy shit! Yeah, you might be in for some, uh, some for some issues there. If you guys want to pass me, it's it's time. Because after the 5th, I'm going to be playing Diablo 4. So uh, <laughs> it sounds like I need to speed run the rest of these quests and just like destroy everyone before I, before I dip out and play Diablo. So come at me, bro. Come knock me down. I'm having a lot of fun competing with everyone. Yeah, it almost makes me want to... Uh, we kind of changed topics there, but... It almost makes me want to want to be a developer, like a good developer, not the crappy I am, and uh, and be able to to zillify Leo in the sense that it would be amazing to have that kind of quests and that kind of ga gamification within Leo Finance. You know, like have a little tab on Leo Finance .io where you can just pick uh, quest of the day. And then you get the quests from from previous days, and then you get to see the future quests and plan ahead, and then you see like whoever ends up in the leaderboard at the end of the month gets uh, something, blah blah blah. It would be amazing. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. I know uh, quite a few people that would, so hopefully that comes very soon if it's in the pipeline. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Jay Fang on the Threadcast said uh, Diablo Immortal came out a while ago. Um, well, sure, but an actual Diablo game is what I'm talking about. You could argue that Diablo Immortal is, is one of the main games, but it's not. It is a... I hate to call it a cash grab, but it kind of is. I mean, if you, if you play Diablo Immortal at all... Um, you'll notice real quick that it is a fun game if you, if you can deal with mobile. But 
you're going to get bombarded with like click here to pay 99 cents to get this or click here to pay 50 cents and get this skin and pay $10 to get this fucking skin and buy the battle pass that's like 8.99 a month or 15.99 a month if you want this shit. And it's just like I don't want that when I go to play a game I just want to play the fucking game. Yeah, all these microtransactions and loot boxes and all of that stuff it really came to ruin a lot of fun in 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 modern games yeah Which... uh it, it can definitely ruin shit if you let it and i've heard rumors that diablo 4 is gonna have some kind of battle pass but without it it's a great fucking game already so i just hope they don't overdo it in this in the same way that immortal does because they made like twenty million dollars in the first like twenty four hours, uh, of that free game being live. <laughs> wow! You know, how much totally did, free? Did you say eighty million dollars? Twenty million in like the first twenty four hours, if I'm not mistaken. Wow! And then they were making like a few million a day, um, for quite some time off of the battle passes the cosmetics, the whatever little in-game bullshit on this free game. Yeah, it's just like like the mobile games on the iOS and Android uh, stores, right? Yep. That you, you can just download Candy Crush for free uh, because the developers or the founders or whatever are going to get filthy rich from all the moms buying lives to keep playing Candy Crush and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I've talked about it my, before. My parents got really into Farmville when it when it first came oh. out back in the Facebook game days, man. Yeah, yeah. Farmville, where you would like have your little shitty fucking virtual farm, and you could like go to your friend's farm and water their crops and shit. Yeah, this was the original metaverse. Hot take. <laughs> yeah, and and it was probably well, not the original, but it was it was you know, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 and and. In fact, I think before, I think this was before crypto or right at that same point where Bitcoin was born and all that stuff. But I do remember that it, it's probably the first online pyramid scheme that worked because I think that you could either um, buy more lives or buy more, more shed on Farmville or you could just bring another person and then you would get all your resources uh, yep. filled. So, mm. so all you had to do is bring all your friends to Farmville, and then you would be like king of Farmville for a while. So, yeah, and it worked. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad was king of Farmville <laughs> for a, for a short period. I mean, they he had like 15, 20 accounts. Man, he was he was farming. Very. <laughs> Respect the grind. Yeah. Why? Why mine Bitcoin if you can <laughs> use if you can use your laptop to farm <laughs> Facebook farms? <laughs> yeah. If you can grow virtual corn, what do you need Bitcoins for? Yeah. I mean, there there was this this game. I don't even remember the name. Maybe you do. There was this game where if you downloaded it to play. Uh, the the developers used your laptop's resources to mine bitcoin yeah 
Yeah, I don't remember the game, but I remember the first, and that became really popular. Uh, yeah, you you download this shit shit game that you're like paying microtransactions on. Uh, <laughs> John, John said, "Holy hell, how uh, how old am I? I'm 28, so I'm a, I'm a youngster, I guess, in comparison. Yeah, my parents were like hardcore into Farmville, so that tells my age. I mean, you're an old soul. Yeah." Uh, uh, that totally derailed my train of thought there. <laughs> yes, I saw I that and it fucked me up. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about, to be honest. <laughs> oh yeah, you were talking about the game that that allowed the developers to mine oh. Bitcoin. Yes, so that became like the norm. Like when you would go to these totally legal file sharing platforms and acquire like software and you know movies or songs and shit, you were downloading like fucking Monero miners and shit that would run in the background and you're making some guy in Bangladesh like a few Monero, a few cents in Monero, like, you know. And that's not to say Bangladesh specifically, but it was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean any offense by that. Yeah, but I mean, it's on you Bengali people for being a stereotype. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on from stereotypes. <laughs> I mean, I am but Mexican. Still... We can say anything yeah. because our stereotype is the worst. Like we we <laughs> we have siestas in the middle of the day. Uh, we are lazy. We drink tequila every night. We prefer to party with mariachis instead of working. Like people can give me all the shit they want uh, with my stereotypes. I won't get offended. I mean, I know this is 2023 and you can get offended by anything, but... This is cryptoholics and everything that happens here it happens on Minecraft, so don't get offended. Yeah, don't get offended. Uh, but, but related to games again, though, uh, you're into Lord of the Rings, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a hardcore reader, uh, movie watcher, lore consumer. Uh, well, I'll, yeah, I'm very into the Lord of the Rings. Well, did you hear that there's a new game? Uh, Lord of the Rings, and it's about Gollum. I had it. And, uh, and it just came out, and it is now one of the worst rated games of the year. <laughs> it is so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, after being delayed multiple times, and, you know, everybody already lost interest in it, by the time it comes out, it's just dog shit. Like, it's so bad. Uh, I haven't played it myself, but I watched some gameplay and I was like, this looks like some shit on the PS2. <laughs> like, way, like, it just, it's so bad. Um, Dude, I can't believe so... that they killed the lore. Like, Gollum's lore is one of the best in the Lord of the Rings. Like, not in the whole universe, but in the Lord of the Rings, Gollum's lore is amazing. Yeah, and they they just completely destroyed this dude. Like, it's it's been quoted as being boring and you know barely working. Like, apparently, it's super glitchy and not really a finished game after all these continuous delays. But yeah, if you were thinking about buying that game, don't. Uh, it, you're not gonna have a good time. Save your money and buy a good game like Diablo Four. Did they did they make Gollum uh, Mexican or 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 gay or something or? <laughs> oh man, 
I mean, they made oh, a mistake. We are an Apple podcast now. We have to be yeah. politically correct. I'm really sorry, you Apple overlords. Don't ban us. Yeah, don't ban us. We ju we just got on your platform. And another <clears throat> another gaming related topic. Sorry to keep dragging out the gaming shit, but there was yeah. a lot of shit that I saw that was. I care about games, and I especially care about old games because I want to fire up an old video game and play it every now and then. And, and I want it to be good. Gay, like gaming is is probably the epithel. Dude, do you hear the dog? Like how Mexican can, can this get? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, oh, man. When, whenever there's Mexican on scene, like there's gotta be a dog barking uh, in the background. So, yeah, gotta be. <laughs> We can use this segment for another ad. Don't hate us if you, you know, if you hear an ad on Spotify. Don't don't hate us. Uh, we'll cut this out of the video. Anybody that didn't already do it, throw your uh, wax wallet address in the uh, in the chat. I'm gonna throw the threadcast in the chat again. If you're not already in there, jump in there. Looks like we're we're way over. Uh, my goal of 69 comments. I mean, we're at like 184 right now. 184. That's almost three times 69. So we're good. We're good. By by your uh, math, that's almost like six times. Six by my math, <laughs> at least six times. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, that's funny as fuck. Anyway, yeah. Um, what I was getting at is don't ruin old video games game developers please don't ruin Prince of Persia The Sands of Time please don't ruin it please The Sands of Time wasn't that out like 15 years ago it's very old uh, and it's and it's get, it's been supposedly getting a reboot for about 4 years now 3 years maybe uh, oh, and it keeps okay. getting delayed and you know that kind of shit and I mean it's at its core is a great game like i played prince of persia the sands of time i played the fuck out of it yeah on gamecube gamecube back in the day and playstation 2 i played uh prince of persia the two swords i think it was called such good game. you know what i don't think they're going to ruin it uh, for the gameplay i think they're going to ruin it because Video games back then used to be a real challenge, and nowadays uh, video games are meant to sell as much as possible, and people are used to instant gratification and all that stuff. They did it with Tom Ryder. You, do you remember Tom Ryder, the um, the this this woman Lara Croft who used to um, Tomb Raider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the first one was epic. And then, then, then they rebooted it like eight years ago and then another, no, like 10 years ago and then another time three years ago. And I, uh, as every reboot came, the lore and the story was the same, but the gameplay was easier and the challenges were easier. So I just hope that they don't do the same to, to, to Assassin's Creed and... Uh, um, yeah, <clears throat> unfortunately, I think uh, I think they might ruin it. 
Even if it's, you know, I don't know. I just want to play it and it'd be good. I want to play it like I remember it without having to go to a totally legal file sharing platform to acquire a ROM and then emulate it. I want to play like, you know, an optimized version, like an HD graphics version, not the version somebody in their mom's basement cooked up and fucking threw on the forums. Like, I want to play the real thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, you will probably be ruined. And I don't know. I, I think... Um, I think this is a good time to wrap up. But I think that you want to uh, close with a blockchain topic, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, we spent a lot of this a lot of this show talking about gaming. Um, did you see where MetaMask uh, gave a warning that it was uh, going to be withholding taxes, if necessary, from someone's crypto holdings? I did, and I couldn't help but think that, dude, this is not decentralized at all. No, no. And it, anybody that uses MetaMask should be aware that, you know, it's not 100% safe like your, well, <laughs> well, your ledger may not be anymore, but uh, your your hardware wallet, uh, it's not anywhere near as secure as having like a, you know, a text document with your keys or whatever on a thumb drive that doesn't touch the internet. Um, you know, if you're using MetaMask, you should expect that eventually MetaMask and other crypto wallets are probably going to start being more open to uh, working with regulators to do whatever it is that they want to do. Which apparently, sucks. yeah, apparently the, the claim is false that they they do not collect taxes on crypto transactions and have not made any changes to the terms to do so. But that was a, a disclaimer in, in their terms of service. So who knows? They It's probably a thing where they had to add that for regulatory purposes imagine hopping on your metamask and you know 30 or 40 percent of your holdings are gone and they just took it for taxes imagine that <laughs> yeah and that is the problem that is one of the main problems because let's say that in 2021 you made a lot of money from a good trade from several good trades on skyrim and then you made a hundred thousand dollars and then you pay the taxes for that $100,000. So you get a chunk, a, a percentage, depending on, on where you are placed. So let's just say, let's go with 20%, right? So you give the IRS $20,000, the, the Skyrim's IRS, and then the next year, the bull market, the bear market hits, and then you lose out of the $80,000 that you had on your Skyrim wallet, you lose $60,000. You can only write off $5,000 if you are in the Skyrim USA. So if you make $100,000, you have to pay taxes for $100,000. But if you lose $60,000, you can only write off $5,000. So it's almost as if they want you to lose in the end. Like they want to keep the game rigged so you cannot get out of the rat race and you can't actually make money. They do. 
Unfortunately, that's the may probably other countries too, but especially the U.S. They want to axe every possible fucking transaction, take as much money or, as of uh, yours as possible, and then just print more whenever they decide. And you know, it's the American way. Yeah. In Minecraft. In Minecraft, and that and that's that's what I was gonna get before. So. <clears throat> Uh, right now the narrative is do not keep your crypto in exchanges, not your keys, not your crypto, keep a wallet and MetaMask used to be and I, I, I don't know if the rumors are true as you say, there's a disclaimer and blah blah blah, but if it turns out to be true that they will work with regulatory um, entities then even if it's a wallet even if you are custodial of that crypto and nobody else can get access to that if the software that you're using can actually withhold some of your crypto to to pay taxes for you then dude adoption is going to be even harder because people are yep. already having I issues with oh so i don't have i i shouldn't keep my 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 crypto in binance or on coindesk okay uh coindesk or on um dude i forgot the coinbase I shouldn't keep Coinbase, them on, yeah. on, on Coinbase, so I should get a wallet. Oh, which one is the easiest one? Oh, MetaMask, okay. So now they cannot even have their crypto there. That's going to be hard as hell. I love that you just said MetaMask is the easiest wallet. That was for John, uh, <laughs> because he loves MetaMask. Yeah. Uh, it really is. Uh, out of Maybe Trust Wallet is a little bit easier, I don't know. Yeah. But out of the EVM chain wallets or whatever, I use XDeFi these days and Trust Wallet. I've pretty much stopped using MetaMask. Uh, so, yeah. Use XDeFi or Trust Wallet instead if you think uh, MetaMask may be taking some of your funds for whatever reason they may decide to do so. If they can even do that. I don't even know if they can do that. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a way, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know, I'm not going to get into that topic, but yeah, if they wanted, they could add something to the code where they can, they get authority to move your money or, you know, whatever they, just like when you approve tokens and uh, like exactly. Uniswap and shit. Exactly. And yeah, if you don't that approve that smart contract, then you, uh, you can only withdraw your funds before x date or you will lose that so yeah you either approve the smart well, contract or i don't know but yeah fuck all that use hive yes <laughs> use hive your your funds are safe in your hive wallet as long as you don't uh be a complete degenerate with your keys uh use hive much much better yeah i agree Ah, all right this guys is a really good show yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed this uh thank you to everybody that joined in beforehand and was chilling in in my little dj session if you want to do that uh join like 45 minutes before the show next week and throw some song uh requests and we'll play them it's yeah. fun you can even write a post while listening to dj Nefty. yeah yeah you can write a post 
thanks for tuning in to Cryptoholics. It's been awesome. Uh, if you have a wax wallet, throw it in the Threadcast. Threadcast is in the chat. Uh, the magic word is Diablo, if you didn't catch it already. Like El Diablo, uh, just Diablo. Uh, how uh, U.S. people pronounce El, El Hombre. El, El, Diablo. El, El Hombre. El Diablo. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I got I got to work on my Spanish for for a reason that's uh that might happen. Nice. All right, guys. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night. Catch you next week. Uh, grab a koozie. Support the show. You can't see my camera, but I'm holding my beer up. Later. <laughs> see you, Phil. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in.